1: And in practice for over 40 years. Today, we're gonna be talking about floaters, those things that float in your eye and are so aggravating. Again, every day in my clinic, people come in and say, What are these pesky little things? Should I worry about it? And 99% of the time, it's not a retinal detachment. But today, we're gonna discover what they are and are there natural ways to help them. Most floaters come from a condition called posterior vitreous detachment. Your eye doctor might call this PVD. This is a condition in which the vitreous humor, the jelly-like substance that fills the space between the lens and the retina, and that gives the eye its round shape. As we age, beginning at the age as early as 40 to 50 years old, the vitreous, becomes more liquid, and or starts to clump, causing a strain on the connective tissue and fibers between the vitreous humor and the retina. This often results in vitreous tears and or detachments, and sometimes retinal tears and or detachments, and macular holes. The risk of retinal detachment is greatest in the first six weeks following a vitreous detachment but can occur over three months after the event. Between 8% and 26% of patients with acute PVD symptoms, which is floaters and flashes, have a retinal tear at the time of the initial examination. This is why when you go to your eye doctor and they look at you, they say, come back in about three or four weeks so we can check to make sure that the vitreous detachment hasn't turned into a retinal tear. The vitreous humor fills the center of the eyeball, the space where the light passes between the lens of the eye and the retina of the back of the eye. Although 99% water, the vitreous does contain cells called phagocytes, which remove unwanted cellular material. It also contains hyaluronic acid, which reprocesses the hyaluronic acid, salt, sugars, and collagen, a network of collagen type 2 fibers and a wide array of proteins and micronutrients. There are no blood vessels at all in the vitreous. If a substance enters the vitreous, it will typically remain suspended in the gel. These substances, which can include blood or clumps of cells, Are collectively known as floaters. Each floater is actually a protein and also has an electrical charge to it, a positive and negative. We'll talk about that later in the broadcast. The vitreous is enclosed by a thin membrane of collagen called the vitreous membrane or hyloid membrane. It is clear, transparent, and gelatinous two to four times the viscosity of water, and it thins with age. The hyloid membrane surrounding it attaches at only two places, at the optic disc, where nerves pass from the photoreceptor system to the optic nerve, and at the serrata, at the top side of the lens. This is the junction of photosensitive and non-photosensitive areas of the retina. Once in a while, the vitreous fibers pull so hard on that retina that they create a macular hole, or worse, retinal tears and detachment. These conditions are threats to eyesight and should be treated immediately. If they are left untreated, permanent vision loss can occur in the affected eye, and as quickly as 24 hours in the case of a retinal detachment. To put this into perspective, Only about 10% of patients with posterior vitreous detachments develop a retinal tear. However, around 40% of people with an acute retinal tear will develop a retinal detachment if left untreated. So it is crucial, super important, to go to your eye doctor and get immediate evaluation at the first signs of these symptoms. There are very successful treatments available today for either of these advanced stage conditions. Type and prevalence. There is only one type of posterior vitreous detachment. However, there are different effects depending on where the separation occurs. Separations can occur at several places. It can occur by the lens, by the optic disc, at a random place on the side of the hyloid membrane, PVD is highly common, affecting 75% of people over the age of 65, and it is not uncommon for it to develop in someone 40 or 50 years old. As mentioned, it is not sight threatening and requires no medical treatment. However, the condition may be helped with dietary and nutritional changes. I myself have seen this. Signs and symptoms. Vitreous tears or detachments do not typically cause any permanent vision loss, but can be super annoying, particularly related to the influx of these floaters and flashes. I remember I got one a couple months ago and I go, oh my God, now I know what people are complaining about. You can't get rid of those little pesky flies in your eye. Sudden detachment to the vitreous from the retina often causes flashes and or floaters that look like lightning or electric sparks. The symptoms may last days to weeks. Sudden increase in the number of floaters is a sign. A sudden ring of floaters to the temporal side of vision towards your ear. So if you get a lot of floaters towards your ear side, again, this is a sign. Symptoms may last days to weeks. Again, please, at the first sign of any of the signs and symptoms, go immediately to your eye doctor to rule out retinal detachment, which I consider a medical emergency and a severe threat to vision. Your eye doctor will perform an immediate dilated retinal exam to determine whether you are dealing with a vitreous or retinal detachment. Need to check it out. Conventional perspective. The number one cause of vitreous detachment is aging. So, If you're in your 30s and you're getting all these floaters, and the doctor just says, Oh, well, you're just getting older, don't buy that. It's probably other reasons because it usually starts to occur when you're in your 60s or 70s. Another reason is people who are highly nearsighted, more than six units, are at greater risk for both retinal and vitreous tears and detachments because your eyeball is more stretched than longer. After cataract surgery, More prone to vitreous detachment. Trauma or blows to the head, and even vigorous nose blowing can cause vitreous detachments. Excessive computer use has shown to be contribute to vitreous detachment. Menopausal hormonal issues, lower levels of estrogen may lead to changes in the vitreous. Low hyaluronic acid levels may lead to. Floaters. That's why I recommend hyaluronic acid. So let's talk about the complementary approach to vision floaters. Juicing. My juicing recipe for floaters will include ginger, leeks, garlic, parsley, cabbage, beets, carrots, spinach, apples, celery, grapes, lemons raspberries, wheat grasses, but not too much fruit, beets, or carrots. So really just a little bit of those because those have really high sugar content. My recommended nutrients are lutein, six milligrams, zeaxanthin, two milligrams, omega-3 fatty acids, 2,000 milligrams, which is fish oils or flaxseed oil or evening primrose oil, vitamin D3, 5,000 IUs, hyaluronic acid to help strengthen the connective tissue, 100 to 200 milligrams per day, vitamin C, 1,000 to 1,500 milligrams a day. Again, taken throughout the day because it's a water-soluble vitamin. Astaxanthin, 6 to 12 milligrams a day has been shown to be helpful, and reversatrol, which is grapeseed extract or pycnogenol, is good to help strengthen the blood vessels and reduce inflammation. We also have a homeopathic remedy called floater pellets. In the floater pellets is a mineral called silica, which helps support connective tissue. In Chinese medicine, PVDs relate to the liver, as it always occurs as we get older and the liver relates to the eyes. So, in relation to floaters, my protocol is as follows hyaluronic acid, 100 to 200 milligrams a day. Floater homeopathic pellets, three pellets, three times a day. Um, improve your collagen levels. You can get biocollagen to help the collagen, vitamin C to help the collagen. These are the remedies that I use for floaters. In Chinese medicine, I use our revision formula, which is based on the Chinese formula, bupleuramin and peony combination to help with the liver. Because in Chinese medicine, the liver relates to floaters. So these are things to try. Again, I talked about that they each have an electromagnetic charge. Sometimes I've used magnets to help pull the floaters away. And I also mentioned that they're all made of protein. So if there's a digestive issue, remember we have the microbiome of the gut, and then we have the ocular microbiome. So if we have problems digesting proteins, we might need to take digestive enzymes such as protease. So thank you for your attention, and visit us at naturaleyecare.com for more information on how to keep your precious gift of sight.
0: Thanks for listening to Dr. Mark Grossman and the Natural Eye Care Podcast. For more information, visit naturaleyecare.com and drgrossman2020.com. Our email address is info at naturaleyecare.com. If you have any questions, call us 845-475-4158. And if you don't already subscribe to this podcast, please subscribe and review us.